Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We are a weekly podcast here at KTBS that covers what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. And we especially like to highlight many of the good things that you don't always hear about. My co-host for the podcast is Dr. Philip Roseman. He's a well-known cardiologist in Northwest Louisiana. But what you may not know about him is that he's also been a leader in education reform and improvement across the state. He's the founder of the Alliance for Education, co-founder of the shreveport Bossier Business Alliance for Higher Education, and he received the Distinguished Friend of Education Award from the Louisiana Department of Education for all of his good work. Dr. Roseman, welcome to you and I'll leave it to you now to introduce our special guest and a topic that we're both very excited about. We're both very excited about this because this is the school where our children went. Exactly. This and is personal for this us. This is personal for us to be able to sit here and interview, uh, I think, the fourth principal uh, at uh, Magnet uh, High since its beginning. And uh, uh, we, uh, you had talked to me, we had talked a little bit before, you talked a little bit about the history of the school, even to the point that uh, I thought was really interesting that you went back and talked to Ascension Smith, who was the founding principal and the founding person behind Magnet High, uh, and got her take and continue to communicate with her and learn from her. I think that's fantastic. But just want to kind of pick your brain a little bit about the history and how Magnet got started and what's been its success? Um, so I'll, again, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to serve as, as a role at Magnet High as the principal, only the fourth principal in school history, and just speaks to the consistency of the leadership that, that's gone before me. And um, starting with Ascension all the way through, uh, Miss Mary Rounds and Michael Elgin Fritz um, always let parents know on their on the parent tours that the best principals have already gone through the school, and I'm just trying to hold up um, uh, in their shadow. Probably not true. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I had an opportunity and continue to go visit with Ascension uh, quarterly and just really want to make sure it's important to me that she continues, her story um, continues to be completely uh, tied in with Magnet's story. Uh, and so I had the opportunity whenever I was hired to go sit down and visit with her. We had about a three hour visit in her home. She still lives here in Shreveport. Um, she's 89. And when, and when you sit and visit with her, she still takes up all the air in the room. Um, there's, there's no question and no confusion of how she was able to take a school from not existing um, to a very short turnaround, um, having it nationally ranked um, for its, its ability to just produce the top scholars. Um, the, uh, the diploma at Magna High is recognized internationally now, and a lot of that has to do with ascension and the groundwork that she laid. Absolutely. Uh, what, are, what are the things you want to let us know about uh, Magnet High? What's different about Magnet High? What's unique about Magnet High uh, uh, and its impact on this community? Um, Magnet High was the first Magnet school here in Shreveport, um, and, and it really... I think at that time in the Shreveport's history um, really kind of came at the right time um, where the Shreveport, Shreveport was kind of needing something something positive and, and Ascension and Magnet were able to to be that positive thing. We have students that, that go internationally, that go to Harvard, go to Yale, they go to MIT and oftentimes the stories that I hear from them are that their peers at those schools are so surprised that they were in public education for the most part starting in one of our Magnet elementary schools and going all the way through Magnet High. 
and that a lot of their peers are at a lot of parochial schools in the in on the East Coast and those places. And here in Shreveport, we have Magnet, and and we're able to produce the best of the best nationally on an academic level because of our Magnet system, and and on the high school level because of Magnet High. There are a lot of things that are unique about us. Um, our student culture, our student environment um, is shaped because every student that's at Magnet um, has earned the right to be there and every year they earn the right to remain there. Um, I tell the kids at the beginning of the year along with the faculty, starting with myself, that it's a privilege to be there and that's a privilege that we have to earn. And Ascension set the, the, the model for that is that Magnet should be better off because it interacted with us, because we crossed paths with her. and that that's really from incoming freshman to R.J. Middleton principal. It's my job every day to make sure that Magnet is better off because I'm there. And it just sets the tone for how we go about working, how we care for one another. Um, we have the best faculty in the state of Louisiana because teachers want to work with the best kids in the state of Louisiana who are held accountable and, and um, who want to learn. Yeah, it's uh, Magnet High came along at a time, I can remember, uh, when when this area was in the middle of a uh, all bust uh, and the economy was so low and people were moving out of Shreveport Bossier, Magnet High was a way to continue to, for us to be able to continue to have our best and our brightest and to develop the best and the brightest. What What is different about Magnet High as far as uh, rigor and uh, all, all the other aspects of, of education. Uh, I, I actually go over this with parents in, in our fall and winter previews. There's no magic to what we do. It's discipline, daily hard work, is doing the simple things right every day. It's, it's the academic process in that classroom every day. When you have a classroom full of students that are eager to learn, they're not distracted from the educational process, and then you match that with the talented faculty, you get magnet high. Um, a lot of times people see our academic accolades and they think, well, maybe I don't need to, maybe Magnus not a place for me. I'm not, not going to have a 36 on my ACT or I may not be a National Merit Finalist. Well, those kids didn't come into Magnet there. They came in bright, um, but the processes and those kids' work ethic inside of the processes are what's creating those, those kids at that academic level. And we have kids that are talented in all kinds of different things. And that's one of the things I've been trying to communicate out in our recruitment is that we have students that have a 21 on the ACT and might be going to the top culinary school in the United States. That we aren't just an academic school. Magnet's going to serve you wherever you need to be served. You're going to be judged on whether you work hard and you're a good person at Magnet. Um, the rest of it, we don't care. We want to make sure that we're providing the opportunity for you to be curious and inside of that curiosity to find something at Magnet that you want to dive into a mile deep and then become excellent in. Yeah, what does it take to get into Magnet? What kind of grades do you have to have or test scores? So Magnet, and this, and this is actually something that Ascension cleared up for me, so Magnet has the lowest academic requirements for any of the Magnet high schools. And when people, I tell them that, they're really confused by that because we are the top um, academic school in our area. There's only one other school in the state of Louisiana that has higher scores than us, and that's Ben Franklin, and they just barely edge us out in their New Orleans. Um, <laughs> And we're working on that. Yeah, um, but we have, you have to have to have a 2.5 GPA, which is basically a C average, and then uh, a score in the 50th percentile on a state assessment um, or a national assessment. So basically a middle-of-the-road kid. Um, and I asked Ascension, why is it that a C student 
here, here we are, this top academic school, but when you set the academic requirements, you set it as a C. And she said, RJ, I wanted to make sure that Magna High was accessible to every child in Caddo Parish, that no matter their background, no matter their living situation, no matter who they were or where they came from, that they could qualify to get in. And then I knew that once I got them in, that our school climate and culture was going to take care of the rest. That's really interesting about what you just said and, and what you said earlier about finding the passion of the student. So there may be those at Magnet who make 36s on their ACTs and 1800 on their SATs, but, but they may not. But there may be people there wanting to get deep okay, mm -hmm. into things beyond just the academics. Talk a little bit about the extracurricular life of Magnet and what, what is offered there and, and how important that is to, to your school. So extracurriculars are extremely important to me. And so in my role as a principal, it's something that I really push students to, to participate in. I think that those lifelong friendships, that safety net around us of people who really know what's going on in our life, those are the people that are in our extracurricular groups, whether it's a team or whether it's a club. Also, the adult that's involved is the sponsor. That's your first contact. You know, that, that's the adult that you'll probably invite to your wedding one day um, or, or call whenever your girlfriend breaks up with you in college. <laughs> and so extracurriculars give us the thing that we're passionate about to get involved in. Um, and then it gives us that first set of friends at Magnet. Uh, these, are, these are people that have a like-minded interest in something. We have 60 different student organizations at Magnet. Um, we're, we have on Thursdays and Fridays between first and second hour, we have a 23 minute period where we, it's a, we rotate through it every two weeks. And so it's four rotations and kids go to those clubs. We have it during the day so that we're, so that kids that might ride the bus or you're a freshman that your mom's picking up, you know, that you don't have to miss out on activity that's after school as far as a key club, pet project, we have an in stitches club. I mean, pretty much anything you can imagine that you might be interested in, we have a club at Magnet. And really tasking the students with practicing leadership in that role. Sometimes we have to pull a kid back. And what I always tell the parents are, I'm going to allow your child the freedom to mess up. And because when they're an adult, I need them to have kind of bumped into some stuff. And our, our vision is really to keep them between the ditches, not keep them necessarily just always just straight and perfect and to provide them that leadership opportunity in that club um, and when they make a mistake or they get color outside lines to nudge them back in so all of those clubs that we have on campus are completely student run the adult might handle the paperwork or the fundraising or stuff like that but as far as the leadership in the club that's the child's responsibility we're we are not here to babysit you y'all we are when you leave us it's your job your generation's job to solve your generation's problems and if, we, and if we restrict you and if we don't force leadership on you while you're at Magnet and allow you to practice, then you're never going to be able to stand up to it whenever it's y'all's turn. Yeah. Well, tell us about athletics. That's often a question that people ask about Magnet schools. What, what athletics are involved in that part of the, the school? So we have everything plus some that besides the main three. We do not have baseball, we do not have basketball, and we do not have football. And going back to school history, that was negotiated at the beginning of Magnet. Uh, the other 12 principals at that time had their regular neighborhood schools. And here Ascension comes with her, I'm going to take the best and brightest, and we're going to have the top academic kids. And so the threat of losing all the top academic kids and all the top athletic kids really scared a lot of the other principals. And so 
um, Ascension's brilliance was to, in negotiation with them, is to say, we just will do like we will focus on more lifetime sports. We won't do the main three, um, and we will we will focus here on the ones that we have. And so that was negotiated kind of early on, as I understand it, in the process. I haven't seen a piece of paper anywhere right. that that says that, but in visiting with her, that was the conversation, and. I get asked all the time, I'm a former football coach, you know, is Magnet going to add baseball? Are we going to add football? And we're not, not as long as, as, as I'm there. Because because we don't have those things, students that are involved in what would maybe be a, a second tier activity at another school um, is a focal point at Magnet. Um, our volleyball girls have huge student sections at the games. Our orchestra kids have friends showing up. Um, our, when we have an art exhibit at Rhino Coffee, our kids are pouring in there to go celebrate one another because kids want to show up. They want to support one another. And in the void of having a Friday night or a Tuesday basketball game or something, kids are going to find the ways to go support one another. And so at Magnet, if you're not in one of those three, you're going to be highlighted and focused more on because they're not distracting from our human capital or our financial capital. And we have archery, we have fencing, we have gymnastics, you know, things that are unique to Magnet. We have the largest tennis program um, in North Louisiana. There are a lot of things that are completely unique to us. Um, our eSports program is the largest in the area. We've, we're winning state championships in, as I say, because I'm old Nintendo. <laughs> um, and so because, we're, because my eyes and, and, and the eyes of the adults on campus are not distracted by some of the other things, those sports are wonderful. And I was served well by, by football. Um, but that's not who we are at Magnet. Yeah. And, and it allows us to focus and to flourish in other areas because of that. Let's talk about the R's because we just we spoke uh, at one time on this program with Henry Price and uh, talked about the arts. Magnet is a performing arts school. Tell me, tell me how the arts are played at Magnet, how that works. And, and Mr. Price was on the original uh, administrative staff at Magnet, so he's a big part of and it continues to be a big part of, of why who we are. Um, just cannot thank him enough for his his help as I've come in and transitioned in. He's a sweet, sweet man. Um, the arts at Magnet are on a completely different level than anywhere I've ever been. Um, those are the classes I probably walk in the most uh, when I need five minutes to myself to kind of you know gather myself if I'm having a tough day. Because as far as I'm concerned, what those kids are doing is magic. Because their principal can't draw a good stick person. <laughs> and uh, just that you're walking into a classroom with 15 kids drawing and it all looks like something you would see in an art exhibit. And then you go to the next class and it's the same thing. You go to the next class, it's the same thing. Um, when I'm doing parent tours, I always make sure to highlight all of our art classes, our, our ceramics labs, because a child might be, I did a STEM interview yesterday at, um, at Cyport, and I asked if I could really highlight and talk about our art program while we were there because while math and science and STEM is a hot topic, I'm a huge advocate of the arts, the visual performing arts, and we are going to be old school at Magnet and go a mile deep in supporting those and promoting those. So I really encourage kids, if that's something you're interested in, take it all four years that you're here. One day you're going to wake up and nobody's going to give you 55 minutes to paint and draw or play the piano. We have a piano class. We have an entry-level guitar class. We have an entry-level vocal class. We have our regular choir class. We have a ceramics class where kids make their own um, a four-set piece set for their first year, freshman year of college, their own coffee mug, bowl, plates. We have seniors right now that are taking art three times a day. Yeah. Um, and really just telling kids that you're just as important um, 
for your talent as a kid who's talented over here and and really encouraging them to just never put their their talent down whatever it is whether it's a pencil whether it's an instrument whether it's your voice just to continue to to use it follow your passion follow your dreams that's right turn stem to steam yes uh, as yes. So. add the a of arts yep. in the middle uh 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 is you know i, I hear what you're saying and and it looks like, it, it, you know, feels like, and it was for my children, excellence in the arts, excellence in the sports that they are involved in, excellence in academics, you know, and uh, trying to maintain what Ascension Smith started uh, so many, many uh, years ago. You know, one of the things that I remember from when my children were at Magnet is it was a place where kids felt very comfortable being different mm -hmm. there it's a it's an environment that invites self-expression uh is it is it still very much like that is it a place where whatever you you choose to dress like mm -hmm. you you're you're accepted very much so and it's something that that i'm very proud of and that our faculty is very proud of and that that our alums are very proud of um that we're magnet we're not going to I tell parents all the time, uh, we do do tours during the day, come see who we are. Um, I'm really proud of our diversity. I'm really proud of that when you leave Magnet High, you're ready for the world because you've been around all kinds of different people and you've seen all kinds of different talents and all kinds of different personalities. And um, my line is, is that at Magnet, you're gonna be judged on whether or not you work hard and you're a good person. What that looks like individually for you and what you dress like and what color your hair is and what your talent is, I could care less. Are you going to take the talent that you've been given and serve other people when you leave here? And if you do, then Magnet did its job. If you leave here as a 36 on the ACT and a National Merit Finalist and you're not a good person, then we didn't do our job. We just created a really smart kid, helped create a really smart kid. And so really pushing that idea of taking who you are, the personality you've been given, the talent you've been given, and, and no matter what you do, but how can you use that to make the world a better place? Um, Magnet gives kids the freedom to explore that and however that looks for them. And it's just really neat when you walk around our campus seeing the, the kids that are sitting together at lunch. You might have a 6'3", 220-pound lacrosse kid sitting next to, you know, a, curl, a girl with completely pink hair and, you know, that's you know, yeah. reading, reading a Harry Potter book and they're best friends. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't matter because that doesn't matter. There are no clicks at Magnet. There are no cool kids at Magnet. It's just, well, it's all of us. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I uh, asked you to write about your challenges and, and I want you to kind of expand on this. Uh, you described um, digital age that, that isolates us and pulls us towards shallow thinking. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about that as a challenge? Uh, with the kids that you have today. And it's a challenge for all of us, not just the kids, in that you spend too much time reading stuff online and, and you're going to think the world's a horrible place and that everybody in it is, is a horrible person. And it's not true. Um, I really encourage kids to limit uh, their intake, you know, have a, have a social media, have a digital diet. Um, one of our, um, as far as our portrait of the graduate, um, the things that we really ask kids to evaluate characteristics is temperance. Allow for healthy levels of things in your life. And digital, the digital age really requires us to address that with kids. Um, are you interacting in the digital world at a healthy level for you? And if you're not, then we need to pull back from that. And 
during COVID and during the pandemic, everything was digital, everything was online, and we felt like, the, and the world was on fire. And these kids it had really some important years, developmental years in that, and, and having them understand that while some of the, the things online are, are real, what's real is what you see, what's around you, the people that you interact with every day, not a couple of knuckleheads online. And, and, and having them understand that what you say online, um, you can be held accountable for that. And what you do online, there is accountability for that. And it's not some make-believe world. That they're in retraining the kids has been part of all schools, not just magnets. In that, there's accountability for what happens um, on social media in the digital age, and you know it's a privilege to to be at good schools like Magnet. And how you treat, going back to you being judged on being a good person, that expands into your digital footprint and how you behave online. You know, Cato um, um, as a system uh, from back at the time when Magnet High began, um, has a strong Magnet presence and strong Magnet program from elementary school on up. Not all school systems believe in Magnet schools, but how would you answer critics that say, you know, we shouldn't be having Magnet schools, there's no use for Magnet schools. What, what, what do the Magnet schools bring to our community in your, in your mind? And I completely understand the other side of the argument. Um, I think to think critically, you should be able to understand both sides of the argument. So I understand where people are coming from when they say that they, they are not in support of magnet schools. Um, I personally benefited from the magnet system. Um, the magnet system gives kids like me, whose parents are working hard, doing their very best, but maybe wouldn't have the financial resources to provide me a world-class education, the magnet schools allow that. And a kid that's willing to work hard and put in the time to be successful academically is given access to a world-class education. And it doesn't matter what zip code you live in. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you live in. What matters is your output, how you, what you're doing with your academics. And you can come from all over Caddo Parish and go to a school that is ranked nationally and not, not a lot of places in the United States or in the world can say that. Uh, when you when you look at uh, Dallas or some of the other you know urban areas next to us, th those schools that are competing with us academically are all private, and that our school our kids, it's not private. It's you can have school. complete access to it, and so while I understand some of the other arguments as a child who benefited from the magnet system, I don't know that I would be. Um, talented enough, or not that I'm talented, but I don't know that I would have been ready to be a principal at a magnet high had I not have been exposed to the education that I received in high school because of the magnet system. Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, that it, you know, really is, uh, you know, amazing, I think, what's done it. I look at it from also as an employer here, uh, because I hire lots of doctors for my group. It's the largest cardiology group in the region uh, and nurse practitioners and all that is high level um, folks that are uh, potentially moving into town. But I will tell you that, that the magnet system, okay, being there uh, is very much helpful when I go to try to recruit talent 
okay, to our community. And so I think it's not only what it does to provide opportunity for the children that are here, but I also think it's a potential attraction for people who are not here thinking about coming to Shreveport Bossier. And those, those things, you know, can't be underestimated as far as quality of life and, and that. And I guess it, it, it boils down to, I think a lot of what we're talking about these days is about choice, okay, about people having a choice. Uh, and the magnet system, no cost to anyone, gives people a choice of schools that they can go to. And I look at the system in Caddo Parish and look at it and say, you can have your choice of going to whatever high school you want to, uh, the way it's kind of set up with the magnet components and with the magnet high. But uh, all of that, I think, is, is uh, interesting in looking at uh, magnet high. This has been a really uh, yeah. fantastic uh, uh, time to, to learn a little bit about Magnet High. Plaudits to you, okay, for for taking keeping things in context, remembering history, you know, learning from uh, where it started uh, and what you're applying to the school. And it is great to hear, you know, about uh, about Magnet being a place not just for the most academically highly successful children that exist in our community, but also those that have those other talents that are equally as excellent yes. uh, in how they do mm -hmm. and how you bring that out at Magnet High. That is a nice thing to, to think about uh, and uh, uh, really a, a neat thing. I, I usually close with a couple of questions and uh, I want to do that with you. Um, just first of all, I, I ask you, you know, why are you here? What keeps you here? What do you love about Shreveport Bossier? What's, what is it about our community that floats your boat? I always say, and for Shreveport and for Louisiana in general, I say our greatest resource is our people. Um, I love the people here. Um, I was fortunate enough, and I'm a 2001 graduate of Burt High School, and had a really, you know, some tough things that I went through as, as a child there. And because of the excellence that Lynn Fitzgerald had had established there and the adults that were there, I was a kid that didn't fall through the cracks. Um, and so because of her and because of the coaches and teachers that I had, I chose to go into education because I wanted to be somebody that kind of poured back in and, and gave back. And Shreveport has amazing people. Um, we're a diverse community that really can, can just be a beautiful place given a little time to clean some things up. And I love raising my kids here. Um, almost all of the friends that, that I spend regular time with are people that I was friends with in high school. Um, it it's really is a neat place. Geographically, we're located wonderfully. Um, we have an airport. I mean, we have everything that we need here. Um, we have a, a first-class education system. And there are a lot of really great things about Shreveport um, that sometimes I think we, we might lose sight of. Um, and it's okay to be reminded of those things. Absolutely. And then one last thing I'd like for you to, and you have already left a lot of wisdom. Uh, this has been a, uh, a great interview as far as learning something from you. I learned a lot. But uh, talk about, if you had to give some words of wisdom to students, parents, community, what would those words of wisdom be? To focus on what you see every day, um, not always what you hear not always what you might see on social media. 
How are the people that are around you? That's real life. How are those people treating you? How are they responding to your interactions? There's a lot of things that we can't control. We can control how we treat one another, um, and we can control our kindness and our love uh, towards one another, and focus on those things. A lot of what stresses us out in, in our world now, or what stresses us out in general as people, are focused on things that are outside of our control, because that generates a lot of anxiety. So what are the things in our lives that we can focus on? And a lot of that is, what, what are we, how are we treating one another? What are we doing in our little small part of the world um, bringing your neighbor's trash can out to the, I mean, simple things. We, it, it's a very, you know, the butterfly effect. Everybody do something real small. Um, be kind to one another. Work hard with the people that you're here. And um, don't be misled that the world's on fire and it's a horrible place. I'm a history teacher. The world's always been on fire. Uh, we're, just mo- we're just more aware of it now. Um, so just... Don't be led around by the nose by things that, that are not necessarily true. Love one another. Work hard with the people that you're around. Make sure that whatever you're talented in, that you're using it to make the world a better place. And uh, focus on that. You know, Dr. Gorey and Keith Burton do a great job bringing uh, new education leadership into our community. Yeah, and, and you're definitely. one of those. And yes. And I can, and, and I say this at graduation, and, and it's not just because they're my bosses, um, but not many people can say three levels above them they have wonderful relationships with their bosses and that they feel fully supported from dr gory to mr burton to victor monero who's my immediate supervisor is also a magnet grad mm-hmm. i have a wonderful relationship with all three of them um and they have really taken a young principal and been patient with me and, and guided me and they're always a phone call away and i feel completely supported by them um, I feel like they have my back. If I make a mistake, they're going to walk through it with me. And I think that that comfort allows me to, to be a better principal because I know the talent that's above me and the access to the wisdom that I have that's above me. And we were very fortunate to have the leadership that we do in this parish um, in Cattle Prairie Schools. And I don't know that everybody always understands that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us. For and me. thank you to all of you for joining us for Education Checkup. Remember, you can see this podcast on ktbs.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And be sure to join us the next time. Have a good day.